Welcome on board to this, the 1259 Express service to London St. Pancras International. Calling it intrigue, discourse and turpitude. The buffet is located in coach F and the quiet carriage is located in coach A with DJ Paulette and Gavin Kingsley. Do pay attention to the safety posters and please don't block the aisles with baggage. Emotional or otherwise. One of those really awkward um, Facebook memories. And it's so... <laughs> It's so cringe. Well, apart from that, we sound about ten years younger. Which we were, but it's what. But the, the thing, the thing is, what's really funny is when Facebook, because we were the first, you know, like people. Yeah, amongst the first. Uh, we first of all, we didn't know how. It was a brand new. We didn't. We didn't know like how to communicate. And also, we were restricted because it's not like a status. Like it, it could be anything now. But when it first started, it was. Gavin is yeah and, and then yeah. you kind of had to follow on didn't you yeah 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 you but were. now looking back if you didn't know that you know Oh my God, that's so embarrassing. Yeah, right. well, you know, you can think but, it, when it, if they run a memory from like 2007 or 2006, we were throwing sheep then. Every Friday we were, Gavin buys a drink for Paulette. Paulette buys Gavin champagne. And it was really basic. Thinking about how it started, we were the guinea pigs so everything that we did they were using to build the algorithms so because there wasn't a news feed in those days we were the news feed is that it's only when the news feed was introduced it, it became twisted but but we create but the first users created the basis for yeah. the news feed because what we were talking about and what we were posting, the things that all the early users were talking about and posting, you know, if somebody posted a news story or if somebody said, hey, you know, whether it was political or whether it was, you know, music or whatever, they were watching mm. what we were saying and then it became a news feed and then it became oh god do you remember when band pages were introduced artist pages were introduced it seems yeah. like a lifetime ago it's crazy i mean what was the what was the one that what was the one that sent you last week that we just laughed at it was was it it was nearly 10 years ago oh god yeah because it was nearly 10 years ago and was it i was having a breakdown about toast titanium not working so toast was the program that people used <laughs> to burn cd <laughs> which burn. never really worked it was always just i don't know how long did that process take the same well it depended what speed you burnt your cd at you could burn it really quickly but if you burn it quickly what but more if you burnt it quickly well the chances of it glitching were high because it, it always did that's why you got djs playing and the cd would jam or if or you did it in real time or, it was better. and if it you was. did it in real time it, you were burning for an hour but you had a high quality or 30 minutes really oh. for a real time burn but yeah. it was a dedication burning but that, CDs. Was, that, that, that was quite funny because it was like, that was a good 
memory because that really kind of was a time and a place that is long gone. Thank it God. totally crystallised it in history. How long is it? How long is it since Max have had a CD feed? Yeah, do you remember when they got rid of the CD players? Like Everyone was screaming. Sockets. Yeah, you know, there was first no CD player, there was no headphone socket in our iPhones, which now none of them have. Yeah, they even miss them, or even a plug in an iPhone. Didn't come, yeah. didn't come with a plug anymore. Thank God. Yeah, Wait they're getting that. rid of those, aren't yeah. they? It's going wireless. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's there's other things that I mean, yeah. you you can be sure that once a year you will do a post about the latest version of Mac OS. Don't oh, upgrade <laughs> <laughs> like clockwork. And every year we, I think we'll we say, I... don't. Be a year behind. Will I ever learn? learn? Never. <laughs> it's like, why are you upgrading? <laughs> it's really depressing seeing him rolling back like an old sock, me crying my eyes out because of that. This is a special announcement for passengers in the quiet carriage. Do please keep conversation to a minimum and no mobile phones. I can hardly hear myself think. Yeah. God, this train is really hot today. You know, it's October. Suddenly, everyone's got their fires going. The heating's cranked up. Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't mean just because the seasons are changing, which I don't think they are really. It's you know, it's twenty degrees a day, and you know, you got on the train, you got this like heater by your foot. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm sitting here in an orange sweatshirt. It was lashing it down with rain yesterday. Actually, yesterday I did that. Um, I need to kind of like well. That's what I was doing yesterday. I think I sent you a photo. I was like, before I kind of like, just in case, like, let me see what I have in my wardrobe. <laughs> because what it was, last week I was in cause or something and I bought a shirt. But as I was paying, I was like, you know what? I've got a feeling I bought this shirt last year. Let me just check. <laughs> and I get home and there it is in the wardrobe with the, like, with the tag oh, still Lord. on. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So yeah. I checked and I was like, God. and I was going through my wardrobe. I was like, is this... <laughs> so all these new clothes which I never wore last year um, so um, yeah so I was just kind of I half changed I still got all like the really thick jumpers still in seal bags yeah um, yeah. but I've kind of like half changed the wardrobe just but isn't it like, exciting going through your wardrobe and finding out these clothes did it make you feel feel like you wanted to go out and show it off or? no but I was just you know the, the, but then there's like oh god is this are these trousers going to fit me still are you like please and some don't so they've obviously shrunk yeah but, um, yeah i keep telling myself that i've lost a little bit and then i'll try a pair of trousers on and they'll be tight and then i'll try a skirt on and it'll be loose and it's like i'll tell myself that but then i go eat 20 cookie dough ben and cherries <laughs> um, yeah my de my delectation for snacks because while you're eating the ben and jerry's and i'm looking down my nose at you because I will eat cookie dough if you paid me. I think it's the most gopping thing that... <coughs> I can eat porridge, but I can't eat cookie dough. It's just like, oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's what I did at school in the cookery class. And no, absolutely. <laughs> no, no. But I had a... Well, first of all, I love my savoury snacks. I think you've got more a sweet tooth than a savoury tooth, haven't you? I've got a tooth. You've got a tooth. <laughs> it's not fussy, just tooth. 
Oh God, that's funny. I've got a tooth-tooth. <laughs> um, I feel sorry for the people behind us because that was a proper guffaw <laughs> in the corner. Getting looks. Um, I love a good snack, right? A, a proper snack. And I've been really into sun bites and um, snacker jacks and Walker's... No, not Walker's crisps. McCoy's crisps. Right, that's my thing. And I've been thinking I, I need to ring the changes on the snacks. So I did a poll on Twitter and said, I'm thinking of ringing the changes on my snacks. And this is a thing about engagement, first of all, because I can talk about music till the cows come home, no response, or two likes. Um, I can talk about politics, zero response, or, you know, the trolls come out. So on vinegar crisps versus cheese and onion. Yeah, <laughs> this is the point. So the choices were wheat crunchies, wotsits, quavers, or skips. Skips? Did they yeah. Prawn cocktail. cocktail, flowery. I don't think we have, have those. Do we have those? They do still make them, yeah. Yeah, so I'm thinking I need to bring the changes on my snacks. So I ran this poll, 24 hours, totally retro selection. I mean, I said ring the changes. I wanted to... Qu quavers, they still exist? Yeah, they do. Really? And what's it? They're making massive ones, apparently, as I found out. Because suddenly, this question brought all the people out. Is just one of those questions that people so felt people that say? they could comment on. Wheat crunchies one. I don't know what they are. Oh, they're a barrel of fun. Do I need to know? Yes, you do. Deliciousness. Deliciousness in a snack. When I buy them, I will send you a packet. What flavour? Um, now, I'm hesitating between... The spicy ones, which people are telling me that I really need to get the hot and spicy ones, or the traditional either beef or... Anyway, I'll probably go for... What's your favourite crisp of all time? Including the ones you can't get anymore. Love. I oscillate between salt and vinegar and cheese and onion. And it used to be Walker's, never Golden Wonder. It used to be Walker's, but then... It, it, yeah, it used to be Walker's and then it's McCoy's took over. McCoy's Ridged. McCoy, yeah, that kind of reminds me of like pub snacks though. <laughs> Can't beat a good pub snack. I, although favorite. not pork scratchings. No. But they're disgusting. My, I don't really eat, what do I eat? Why, do, why are you going to eat a bag of fat? Oh no, no, my favourite... Um, crisp when I was younger was called knickknacks. Yeah, see? It's the same group. It's the same group. Knickknacks. And that's what people said. You need to get the hot and spicy knickknacks. Is that what people said? Yes. Could, do they still exist? Yes, they do. Nah. Absolutely, yes, they oh, do. Wow. Yes, they do. So I'm on a whole mission to to go and find some snacks you see and then people were posting like these are my favorite tortillas you need to get these so the funny thing about this whole poll was that where normally you can't get engagement if you pay people 
250 people voted, actually voted. You know, there were lots and lots more comments. Do you know, but, the, the thing for that is because actually, not that it's, it's not just you saying for everybody. I think that, you know, that it just, it just feels more personal. Mm. Mm. I talk about this a lot, but sometimes with, with the people that I work with, sometimes you just have to tell information, like what is on or what's on, what's happening. That doesn't mean you shouldn't do it just because you're not going to get loads of engagement. Right, okay. That's okay. my, you know, but some artists, they won't post stuff like that because it's going to bring their... Brand yeah, down. It's gonna use it exactly. See, for me, it's it's good to do a post like that every now and again, or you know, at least once a day. Just making sure that people are listening, and yeah. and giving me some kind of benchmark as to who is really listening. And it's funny, you know, everybody says it. You know, as famous as you are, you will get a lot more engagement if you put a dog on your page or a cat on your page <laughs> in your post. The amount of, <laughs> the, you know, the amount of people that I've seen that suddenly have a dog. Yeah. A cute dog, like dog for hire. Thousands, thousands of clicks on yeah. it. You know, as soon as you put an animal on it or you start to talk about an animal, you know, I, I can see, you know, even people that are following me have higher engagement on a post like Milo's come out of hospital <clears throat> and we all care about the dog you know we, we it I think it's that point where you start to actually care about something mm. you know I care about my snacks but I care about life I care about hospital I care about you yeah yeah so yeah, the snacks was a winner. Mm-hmm. And now I need to go and buy some knickknacks. Yeah, you do. You need to go and buy knickknacks and wheat crunchies. It's the way forward. There was no I, love for Quavers, I have to say. Quavers. Actually, I was in a cinema the other day, and um, you know you got the cinemas now, and, and it's actually. What did you go and see? Uh, well, come on, today I saw James Bond, but now it's not enough to have popcorn. Mm. Now people like to see, you know. The, Every man's or the posh Herodians. Obviously, now they serve food. As you put whilst you know before you. I just find it. I don't want to eat anything in the pitch black. Um, I absolutely. Because like my thing with that is that then basically you're sitting for three hours with a load of dirty plates. Yeah, around you. I just. Why can't you either eat before or after? I don't get this whole. I'm going to the cinema, therefore I have to have a triple burger and chips. And Absolutely not. And this and that. You're like Absolutely not. You will survive the two hours without having to eat that and then In the dark. In the dark. And you know when you in the dark you you don't process process, you don't digest food. Well you're not sitting in the right position. You're not seeing in the right position. You're watching something that might be stressing you out as well. So we did get popcorn, of course, within two seconds. My, gone. My dad, not gone, flying through the air. <laughs> That's my favourite story of going to a screening with my friend Wendy. I can't. I think we'd gone to see a screening of Son, Son of Sam. This is years ago, at one cinema in Notting Hill. You know. Um, anyway. And we got in and we were late, obviously. And me and Wendy always used to get these massive buckets of popcorn. I always get salty and sweet. She got 
<laughs> See, that's why we're friends. Can't decide. We have to have both. <laughs> <laughs> and she sat down on the chair. No, I want it all in the in the bucket at the same time. Absolutely. And she, I sat down, and I sat down perfectly well. And she went to sit down and put her coat down first on the chair next to her so her chair had flipped up <laughs> it is the funniest thing i've ever seen but really <laughs> she wasn't happy she really wasn't happy because gone is you know half a popcorn had gone and and then obviously it's all gone over everyone in front and behind because then there's these snacks that's just funny because we um <laughs> I saw a show and it was just when things started opening up again and I found like a, I was really, I in my pocket it's like probably a, a, a bag I had me afraid and there was a packet of Worthers originally <laughs> and we were trying not to make a noise but if you ever try and open a Werther's original absolutely just, impossible they're so so noisy, noisy. <laughs> everything every single and we were just trying to like open them and, 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 and like, people in, the, like, in front of us were like, looking around were like <laughs> and then Any. you put, you try and put it in your mouth and make no. a noise. <laughs> so that should be the next poll is like, you know, like I need some quiet quiet snacks. snacks. <laughs> what are good snacks to eat in a cinema? Because you know crinkle free <laughs> Anything that's crunchy, like your crisps, your ridged crisps, your tortillas are a nice. And it doesn't matter because even when you're aware of it, like you know, you're trying to chew the popcorn quietly. You can't. And then as soon as like like something like James Bond, there's like an explosion. You just hear this like <laughs> <laughs> the whole cinema quickly chews down another ten. But what I didn't hear, which is which was actually impressive, was I didn't hear a single person cough. Oh really? That's good news. Yeah. That's very good news. So don't tell me about the plot of James Bond because I have booked I've booked go. to go next week. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. Um Going. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not like a massive. Very good afternoon to all passengers. Just to remind you that the buffet car is open, and even the placemats are gluten free. And also, also, not only have we got a new one coming, but Russell T Davis has been signed on to write a new sci-fi. I can't. Well, he's been signed on to write Doctor Who. He's back at Doctor Who. Oh, he's back at Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. He's back at Doctor Who. Which <laughs> I still, can't wait. To be honest with you, I'm still processing that. When I read that, I was like, I saw it late at night. When I woke up, I was like, surely he, I, I dreamt that. So he's, it is yeah, he's Doctor, back Who. At Doctor Who. So amazing, I, amazing, amazing. Because, yeah. Well, that's just going to be brilliant. So yeah. who's going to be the Doctor Who? Because they were saying that it might be... Ollie. Well, I reckon it has to be Ollie now. There's other people. There's other people because the other one they said is Martin Sheen, and I think Martin Sheen would be would definitely, without doubt, hand over fist. Anyone but anyone but Jodie Whittaker. I wish they could like time travel and skip this year because no one wants another Jodie Whittaker season. Well, they were yeah because they were talking about the black woman who is also she was a amazing. Doctor. Yeah, what she, was her she, name? Now? Um, oh, I can't remember her name. But it was Holby City. Yeah, she was a possibility, and she yeah. was quite good. I she have was to really say, good, yeah. 
She was quite good, but you know there'd be a massive kickoff, just like with Ghostbusters, if they made Doctor Who black. So there would, there would, because we've already had a woman, and there was a kickoff, and then they lost half the viewers. So you don't want to lose another half. It wasn't that she was bad. Is bad. It's just the script was so bad, and when he did um, Russell. T. Davis when he wrote Doctor Who the script was amazing well also he built relationships into yeah. relationships with the you cared about the characters with the characters Piper, that came in yeah and just, just it just felt like it just these kind of stories that you just don't care about and already people are excited about him bringing back the strongest characters, the strongest anti-heroes and heroes from yeah. previous I, mean, I, I think they yeah, I mean, if if it was left to someone else, I think it would have been really long before the whole thing was cancelled. Because mm-hmm. he just, I mean, it's I, a big I'm weight a to massive, carry, though. I'm a massive fan, but the last year, I mean, it got. To be fair, it got a little bit better. I liked some of them. I like. I really did enjoy some of those ones that she did. It did. It did get better, and, and certainly, um, I forgot the, the. I can't remember her name. Really I'm good. just totally blank. That was but a she was brilliant. Line. That was a really good, really, yeah, really good storyline. Really well yeah, so um, we'll see. But there were elements of the new series, like having that massive team, that I don't think the stories, the backstories of the team necessarily gelled. The team behind the Doctor, I don't think that. Uh, I, I mean, I couldn't stand the assistants. Uh, what's his the comedian? Who was the assistant? Um, the guy, the older the guy. guy. Yeah, what was that? Oh, God. He was unbearable. It's he was so unbearable. Bad. He was unbearable. So I always wanted bad. to punch the screen I don't whenever like him he as came a comedian, on. I don't like so him. As, I don't on. think he's funny. I don't. No, just really just, bad. And the other two were just uh, just really. But in that, he actually, was lame all the way through. Yeah, he just didn't. a bit of a fashion moment last night and I watched Cruella again for the second time I I saw it finally yeah have you seen it um yeah I loved it I really loved it so did I for lots of different reasons but first of all her script it was really well written is amazing it's and she (laughs) it was cutting but it was done in the right way Well, both of them emma thompson and emma stone the two emmas just play baddies and they don't overham it they don't overham it they just play the perfect natural wicked women like and not wicked women in a in a spells an evil way just really like dark they go into the dark seam of it and i enjoyed it for that i enjoyed it for the clothes (laughs) the wardrobe was fantastic it was fantastic i was waiting for it to be on disney plus Mm. i didn't see it in the cinema and i was 
I think they'll do like you could watch it earlier if you paid more. When yeah, I was, they I did. Ne- it was twenty I, I quid. Yeah, twenty quid. I, there was one day where I was really bored. I nearly snapped, but like, no, 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 wait. Yeah, I waited. I re- I waited for Disney Plus, and and I've since watched it twice. It's it's such a great film to look at, and it's very clever as well. Like you know, the whole Westward punk. Westwood, Old McQueen, Savage Beauty, that moment with the the key piece, which I'm not going to give away if you've never seen the film, but it was just totally inspired. It's one of the best moments in film that I've seen because it was it was destruction, but in such a clever way. Everything that she did was really clever. Yeah. And it was totally fashion. You could feel the references without it being too, you know, without it being too copycat. You could see what the references were. You could feel it. You know, it was totally Vivian Westwood. It was totally Alexander McQueen. It was totally, yeah. you know, the Gucci Prada. And they're doing a sequel. See, I questioned that at the end. I don't. I I need to check whether they are doing it. I was. I'm not sure how much scope there is for a second part, but they delivered the two dogs. Uh, Of course. Of course they did. So there is. Because that was with the Dalmatians, but... Because Cruella is the baddie. She wants to kill all the Dalmatians to make this biggest coat and she wants to take all the Dalmatians so they've twisted it in fact in making her give the dogs to people I'm just yeah so I'm just reading um, Corinna too has been, she has signed on oh she has signed on for it Ernest, Ernest so Stone. then they're moving away from the book just like the Killing yeah. Eve thing they're yeah. moving away from the book and making it into something else well i'm glad i'm glad it was a nice film to watch and it yeah, could be you know really good you know she said there's still bad things to do that that was one of her last lines so yeah no i really enjoyed it i thought it was incredible and i enjoyed it just as much as the link that you sent me to the simpsons balenciaga how good was that there are so many different levels to that being like the absolute high point of Paris Fashion Week because in a very short time it kind of tears the whole thing down about fashion shows and what it takes to show fashion it made criticism of the you know, the, the cost, the, the the luxury of it. You know, when Homer looks at the price tag and it's $19,500 for the dress. You know, he said, I'll be happy to pay $88 for that dress. And then, um, you know, I recommend, if you haven't seen this Balenciaga film, that you go online. Is it on YouTube? Yeah. Did you send it me on YouTube? Yeah, I recommend anybody just has a look at it because 
it's a cute film and and also the way they show the fashion they show it being made they they show it being put together even down to it being packaged and boxed and sent out to people and that That's whole right, yeah. thing about how the industry moves and then you had the front row at the fashion show and everything is very very cleverly and it kind of made homer feel beautiful yeah he liked yeah, the way he for looked for a moment yeah 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 with it balanced on his one shoulder <laughs> you know with the jacket perched on one shoulder it just everything the the observations were really sharp but i did have to question on two or three points who it was actually poking fun at because they you know the in them inviting all the people from springfield to come and show and there was a point where it's like they didn't know who Balenciaga was and they got them to go there saying that there's a new KFC opening on the Champs-Élysées. I didn't like that. I didn't like that being the only way that people could be taken to Paris from this outside place was to know that there was a KFC opening. So I just, you know, it's just one thing that it was fashion poking fun at people that can't afford fashion and and that i thought was a bit ignorant but aside from that but they would have but i mean to, to make an episode of the simpsons i don't know how long it takes but i'm sure it's years yes it's it's cost a fortune to make and, that and and to make that or it's taken a team of hundreds of people to make it in 6 months okay so each episode of the simpsons costs Five million. Gee. I would say that that probably cost the same. Easily. But they probably did it in a really fast Easily, time. Easily, because they've had to do it. Not only have they had to do it in a really fast time, you know, everything's really cloak and dagger with The Simpsons anyway, how they have to keep it secret. But because it's fashion and because they do have to show in some way sketches of the be. runway yeah. the security on that would have been phenomenal phenomenal yeah. if that had been leaked plus no one knew they were doing it till it went live you know there were two different angles of fashion there and i did love that instagram of uh, that i sent you of somebody copying kim kardashian's met gala red carpet look to go to the supermarket That's i amazing. loved that i loved it i the loved walk it was so brilliant <laughs> <laughs> to go and buy a loaf of bread. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, we've reached our final destination. Before you leave the train, have a good look around. Make sure you have all your luggage and your valuables and anything else you came with. The Quiet Carriage returns next week. This podcast was produced by the Radio Department.com.